why don't we put the resources toward helping people who might have a different understanding of life than the proverbial white picket fence, white home, white church, blonde hair, blue eyed norm. I should not have to subscribe to your norm to stay alive. I should not have to look like you to stay alive. I should not have to not look like a threat to you when you created that threat in your mind. And white folks, all my white friends, my white listeners, you were all about that rah-rah stuff last year when people were, were protesting and marching and rioting. Keep that same energy. If you really care, keep that same energy. Way down deep inside of me And it breaks my heart Hey And it breaks my heart Yeah Get paid a pretty penny for my thoughts I'm hard away with grandma I'm high Y'all know what time it is. This is Daryl, back with another season of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, where we discuss topics that affect black and millennial communities while having a good drink. If I look like I need the cup of coffee right beside me, it's because I do. I am six days into, six days, six days into parenthood. Two days into having a child at home where my wife is on um, on bed rest and um, and I'm a black man in America right so all of that adds stress to my life Last season, um, very soon after the murder of George Floyd, I just recorded uh, an off-the-cuff impromptu episode. I think I put it out on like a Friday morning because I was exhausted, and right now I am exhausted. Like I'm in my bathrobe. My hair looks crazy. Um, I haven't been getting sleep consistently because I'm trying to to adjust to this new norm. But on Sunday, um, which what today is the 13th, so it made Sunday the 11th of April, Brother Dante Wright was pulled over and murdered by police officers in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is where Brother George Floyd was murdered. Um, The coroner, medical examiner, whatever you call them, was, um, or he ruled it a homicide because it was a homicide. They say that in the news and it's like, oh gosh, it was a homicide it's always a homicide when a life is taken point blank period um so the media says stuff like that and they don't say 
what I just said is always a homicide. If, if I take a life, it is a homicide. I think even in self-defense, it's still, I'm sure actually, it's still considered a homicide. If I take my own life, it's a suicide. You get it. But this brother was pulled over by a police officer because of a minor infraction uh, a um, what was it he had a, um, an air freshener you know one of those little I guess one of the, the tree things I don't want to create a narrative that wasn't true and everybody starts putting up little tree air fresheners and that company gets a whole bunch of money but he had an air freshener in his window or his um, hanging from his mirror supposedly the officer pulls him over for that minor infraction now it's interesting i do remember that when governor roy cooper here instituted the mandate that everyone must wear a mask uh, during covid there were officers who said or law enforcement agencies sheriffs um that said my my agency will not be enforcing this so you can choose which minor laws you do and don't want to enforce as a law enforcement officer people get warnings all the time i am certain that officers overlook 90 percent of the people that are going three miles per hour over the speed limit but that is breaking the law going three miles over the speed limit you can get a ticket for it i'm positive positive i will i will bet my right hand that if that officer was on duty for more than five minutes they saw someone going five miles over the speed limit and chose not to pull them over for that minor infraction but you want to pull somebody over for having an air freshener in their um in their in their you know on the mirror black man pull him pull him over go ahead let's pull him over let's run the plates let's see if he has warrants out tired y'all this brother is dead this this 21 excuse me i'm sorry i wish i could say he was 21 i just gave him a year that that he doesn't have this 20 this 20 year old black man who is a father who is a son who is a friend who is a human being i, I shouldn't have to say all that if i can just say he's a human being he's no longer here because for, for two reasons one because he had an air freshener minor infraction on his mirror it's idiotic you can choose which laws you want to enforce then you run his run his uh his license and you know what you see you see he has a warrant out now he's he's dead Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. And this is the uh, the really sad part. This is a few miles from where Brother Floyd was killed, like I said. A suburb of Minneapolis. Um, and Minnesota as a state just in the past year invested $12 million dollars into uh into you know updated and upgraded police training oh wow congratulations let's see i've got a, I've got a question a 
because that's that's a pretty interesting number. Twelve million. I I know millionaires. I know twelve millionaires. It's not that much money. All right. The state invested twelve million. So let's do quick Google search. If the state invested twelve million, you know what that is? That equals to right around two dollars and twenty-five cents per citizen. Really? That's all you could take from people's taxes? The population of Minnesota is five million six hundred forty thousand people. So you just gave two dollars a citizen and said, Hey, shut up, we just gave twelve million of our budget. Please increase increase everyone's taxes by ten dollars a year. Invest more. Out of here. No, I'm trying to make this this season more palatable. Hold on. Hey. Shout out to Brian Booth, the manager at Justin's House of Bourbon in Louisville, Kentucky. If you're ever in Louisville looking for some good bourbon, holler at them. Um, they will do some, they just, they've got great customer service. My father-in-law is a tequila drinker. I am a whiskey drinker, but he knew, hey, I'm in Kentucky. Let me pick something up for Daryl. And so he put Brian on the phone with me. Brian you know, asked me what kind of bourbons I like. And um, from there, he made a couple of suggestions father-in-law brought me back two bottles thanks brian uh if y'all are ever in louisville check out justin's house of bourbon i will definitely be be there as soon as i get back to traveling <sighs> that wasn't even um a sponsored thing that was just I, I appreciate good service and i'm going to send people toward good customer service but back to the topic at hand i am sick and tired of municipalities, of communities, um, of states, of nations, specifically our nation, saying that they value black lives and not doing anything about it, throwing minimal dollars at the issue, right? $2.25 a citizen. Yeah. Okay, so you, you did the training. Obviously, there is an issue within the culture of policing that is bigger than $2.25 a uh, a citizen right like I personally and strongly believe that if it takes an attorney seven years to argue the law a judge who I have issues with them too their uh, biases and, and their subjectivity in certain situations, um, particularly when it relates to black and brown people. When it takes a judge, the seven years of law school plus however many 
years of, of actual practice to get to their position. Um, so, you know, those are, you've got the, uh, the, the judicial system right there. But then you can become a law enforcement officer after however many months in an academy. How about we require some sociology and psychology courses as well? How about we require specialized training that has to be renewed every quarter? That's, that's reasonable. Every quarter on how to handle people with mental health issues. And I just saw a video the other day of a sister who is deaf, had her child, her 11-year-old child in the vehicle with her, thankfully, because this 11-year-old had to serve as the interpreter between her and the officer as the officer accosted her. We'll use that. Physically accosted this deaf black woman. Why don't we put the resources toward helping people who might have a different understanding of life than the uh, the proverbial white picket fence, white home, white church, blonde hair, blue eyed norm. Like, I should not have to subscribe to your norm to stay alive. I should not have to not look like a threat to you when you created that threat in your mind. Let's talk about the threat that white people have created and white America has created that has spilled over across the world. That the black man and the black woman are to be feared that they are leeches on society let's talk about that now y'all don't want to talk about it Dante should be here his son should not be fatherless George should be here his daughter should not be fatherless Brianna should be here the world should not be without her Sandra should be here the world should not be without her. You know, I'm all about stopping black on black crime. I am. I'm all about stopping white on white crime. Like, we, it's 2021. Why the hell are we still killing each other? Killing each other forever. We aren't past this yet. But when it's systemic, when the system is allowing it, when the, when the system is promoting it, oh yeah, I'm definitely coming for that definitely definitely talking about that and white folks all my white friends my white listeners yeah i'm talking to you right now you were all about that rah-rah stuff last year when people were were protesting and marching and rioting keep that same energy if you really care keep that same energy i have a vested interest i have a six-day-old black boy who will eventually be excuse me i have a six-day-old black baby who will eventually become a black boy who will be seen as a threat as a black boy who will grow into a black man who will still be seen as a threat in america if we don't change these systems now i have a very vested interest and it's not just in myself i'm not i'm not losing sleep for myself right now i'm losing sleep because i want him to grow up and be great and not great in the in the eyes of the world, but great in himself. I want him to be happy. I want him to be fulfilled. He can push a pencil in a cubicle for the rest of his life if he wants to, as long as he is fulfilled and happy and alive. I bet you Dante's mom wanted that too. Quite a few types of guns. Today.
if you think, hey, I guarantee you this. And this ain't making it on the podcast. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't need y'all to have this evidence against me. Even though I know they're listening right now. I have a son. My vested interest is far beyond myself now. Far beyond. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> the officer, in addition, okay, <laughs> come on. He was stopped due to a minor infraction. They ran his license found that he had a warrant out and then he was accidentally murdered because someone pulled a firearm a lethal weapon instead of a, a taser he was killed because he was black there you get there you have it Having shot quite a few types of guns, you know, I'm not in any way, shape, or form a firearm aficionado, but I can tell the difference between uh, a Taurus 9mm and a Taurus 40 caliber in my hands. But I know the difference. I can tell the difference in weight, I can tell the difference in um, the body of the two, the two handguns. Though they are the exact same as far as the, uh, the model. So the G2C Taurus 9mm, the G2C Taurus 40 caliber. I've shot both of them same day. I was like, wow, this feels different. It's a different firearm. How do we just put $12 million toward police training and they don't know the difference between their lethal weapon and their taser goes back to the point of maybe maybe you need to do more than $2.25 a citizen alright now I'm actually done with this episode and now for this episode's adventures with Avery this week on adventures with Avery I am excited to say that uh, he is six days old. It's crazy. Um, And actually, this is going to go live the day that he's a week old. I've transitioned into Wednesday releases. So yeah, this season, season three, since it's the third day of the week, um, I'm D33 is my number. Third on my line. This is the third member of my family. I will be releasing all of my episodes on Wednesday and Avery was born on the third day of the week he was born on or third day of the work week you know if you're talking with the Sabbath in mind then uh, it's the fourth day but yeah every week or I can't say every the strong majority of the episodes this season will include an adventures with Avery segment because I'm pretty sure this young guy is going to do something adventurous every week something funny something fun uh, something that makes me really proud to be his dad 
Make sure you're tuning in. Tomorrow's episode, though it is not about Avery, it is inspired by a desire to keep him safe, um, to keep him fully membered, to keep him trauma free as possible. Black men and black women in America should not have a target on their backs. Um, And that target certainly should not be hit (laughs) by the the bullets that our tax dollars pay for. I'll die for this young man. But Lord willing, that will never have to happen. So yeah, check me out. Most weeks, most episodes this season, Adventures with Avery. The Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast is a subsidiary of Daniels Development and Branding, LLC. Here for all of your fundraising strategy and creative storytelling needs. Connect with us online at dollarsandstories.com.